0: Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out for personal growth and global impact. So today's episode is going to be on health is wealth. Now, I really don't need to tell you why it's valuable. It's no understatement that to say that health is wealth, particularly as the last nearly 18 months to two years has shown us, you know, most of uh, what impacts our health outcomes. However, it lies beyond catastrophes like the panoramic that we're currently living through. But the vast majority are taking out, obviously, things that you're born with, uh, conditions that you're born with, um, as well as genetics, uh, which I talk about I touch about very um, briefly in previous episodes about epigenetics and the fact that whilst yes we may have some genetics uh, that we're born with that predispose us to certain things we actually do have the ability to change that according to the environment and how we live but anyway most of the things that we encounter that may impact our health are actually lifestyle factors which We have the enormous privilege to be able to choose and adjust what we do, what we don't do, and how often we do it, how sort of infrequently we do it, Um, instead of waiting for a particular diagnosis or trying to sort of become the new Arnold Schwarzenegger in the gym. Let's face it, that is a new level of bodybuilding, but the idea isn't about aesthetics, it's about how your health is overall. And that brings me to my first point, which is that health is holistic. You know, much like you can't go to the gym and then feast on fast food every day and expect optimum health, as in you eat nothing else but fast food, and then you want to spend maybe an hour in the gym. What you're consuming, Is going to limit the results that you get, not just in terms of how you look, but your functionality, your physiology. And the same applies to your mind, your emotions, and lifestyle habits. So, for example, not getting enough rest, um, you know, not just having something not to do but actually being present and enjoying your own company. And when I tell you this, I'm also speaking to myself because we live in a very, for those of you who are listening, who live in quote unquote Western countries, we live in a very busy uh, sort of still fast paced world even though we've had the panoramic that has definitely had a huge impact on ways of working, particularly outside of sort of Uh, essential or manual jobs it's had a huge impact on you know how glued we are to our computers and our phones and having to respond immediately and where people are realizing that's not probably the most efficient way to live and it doesn't actually produce rest in your mind so even if your body is tired your mind may not be able to give you the kind of rest that you need because you can't switch off so Health is holistic. You know, our body, for example, you could be eating while working out, but then you need the rest to allow your body and your muscles to recover and recuperate, as well as just generally digest whatever you eat during the day. So, what sleep is like a reset. And so, for example, whilst Western medicine I think is great for acute cases, so for example, if someone was to unfortunately get into a car accident, somebody was uh, stabbed for example or experienced blunt force trauma that sort of reactionary way of treating people is fit for purpose when it comes to acute situations like that but when it comes to the more chronic the more lifestyle the more general aspects of your health which have a greater impact it's very rare for any of us to experience any kind of acute trauma in the sense of our physical bodies so it's more about understanding how interconnected your body your mind and spirit is all of them need nourishing and all of them need discipline equally in equal amounts so you get to choose you know how often you get some fresh air, your sleep, healthy food, how often you move your bodies, and your environmental factors. And what I mean by that isn't just like the pollution or uh, you know, what you would immediately think of when I mentioned the environment. It's about your relation environment and how healthy it is for you, both at work and at home and with your friendships and in your hobbies. So wherever you relate to people, it's cultivating a life where you don't have number one individuals that you're not sure of in your space or people who don't make you feel at ease and number two people who don't negatively impact your emotional and mental well-being now people have their own issues and I've always talked about how sort of really 99% of what people do is about what's going on with them internally, what they want to project, what they want to address within themselves, i.e. if someone feels insecure, instead of it being introspective, some people often act out in order to calm themselves down, but then it ends up having a detrimental sort of effect on somebody else so again 99% of what people do is nothing to do with you but if you're surrounding yourself with toxicity then that will impact your health Uh, that will impact your well-being that will impact your ability to for your body to just function because our body holds worry fear dread anxiety and fear is not something that you can necessarily escape but it's something that you can ensure that you don't allow yourself to continue to be in or to entertain so health is holistic and that's what i mean when we look at health as well so not just looking at am i eating you know kale upon kale and am i you know hitting the gym it's more than that because you have to look at you know how much water to drink how much rest you get how at peace you are in your life you know you can start meditating doing yoga things that can make you relax because what you don't want is an abundance of cortisol in your body because that is not good for you physiologically what you want is to have a lot of oxytocin and serotonin things that are calming hormones that allow you to not only be calm but also it means that you are alert that you think clearly and that you are more creative as well as more innovative um, in your work, in your home life, in your friendships, whatever it may be, because your health is not just something you see that you put one hour in. It's something that you integrate into all aspects of your life. So therefore it becomes lifestyle. And number two, vary your movement. Yes, you cannot, Get away from the fact that not only do you need to eat well which i think is a whole neglected industry and a neglected sort of part of our education as uh, kids as children but also as adults you know you have to seek out nutritionists or special people and even doctors themselves say in their training food is just such a minute sort of one day module that they take whereas we now know that it has a huge effect on your health outcomes particularly where you have the choice and the privilege to choose what you eat and so with that being said if you are eating well and i would encourage you to sort of seek out what works for you because as i said your gut microbiome your genetics your height Everything will affect what kind of foods that you need to take. And what I mean by your height is somebody who's five foot 10 will generally weigh more than someone who's five foot two because there's more of them and they will need to eat slightly more, not abundantly more, but slightly more because there is a certain threshold of weight that if they get below, it's unhealthy for them because of their height and their body mass. So, again, that's what I mean by height. So, I'd encourage you to search. And research um, sort of local nutritionists um, so that you can get information that is bespoke to you because that will actually mean that you are eating foods that not only you can customize and you know put some seasoning on guys everything tastes great with seasoning but also one that works with your body so that you can actually gain momentum because you're seeing the results because the results are not Based on a blanket um, sort of one size fits all regime. It's based on you eating foods that match your genetic and physiological makeup. But back to my point in number two, in varying your movements. So let's assume that you're eating a varied and healthy diet so movement is key if you think about it our bodies don't do very well over time if we're sedentary and i think that you know with all these jokes of the quarantine 15 or the quarantine 25 the weight that people have gained it's because they were moving less they were maybe walking less because they may have you know not needed to do a commute anymore you know they were generally not keeping up with the maybe the exercise routine because they didn't have a such a regimented schedule anymore so again movement is really key because not only does it keep you fit but more importantly it keeps your it manages your actual uh weight so for me personally hit is great and what i mean by that is high intensity interval training it's just a way of doing quick movements intense movements over a short period of time and then stopping and either changing the movement or doing something completely different having breaks doing some intervals and then stopping and then again doing a completely different movement so your body is always it doesn't get used to even what you're doing even whilst you're exercising it's intense it uses your body weight so if you are not feeling up for going to a gym and all of that then you can use body weight exercises which uses your own body weight to create resistance so that your muscles keep working so and also it's just not boring you don't want to do things that are boring and you want to vary it and i do different exercises at home ideally um and you can go running you can do yoga you can go to a zumba class most gyms are open now you can uh again do more weight lifting which I would recommend for everybody because it's such a great way for you for you to build not only muscle definition but strength uh, within your uh, frame and in order to preserve your well-being and indeed improve it the reality is that you have to move so even if it's walking for 20 minutes a day to start with whether it's walking around your home if you're not really keen on going outside in the rain and the cold at the moment or whether it's buying yourself a sort of inexpensive treadmill that you can put in your home and that you can do some quick jogs and quick runs without worrying about how you look like or if it's going for a jog every you know maybe 3 times a week if it's something small so start small start building things in that work with your day and then build up as and when it is possible because if you try to say i'm going to spend an hour and a half at the gym every single day if that's not feasible for you and your lifestyle and your responsibilities and your general way of the way that you like to actually move the way you like to exercise so you may not be a weightlifting person maybe you're someone who prefers a lot of cardio and hit, and maybe you prefer uh, to incorporate dance then do that because what's important is that you are enjoying it because when you enjoy it you're more likely to stick to it you're more likely to um, be consistent with it which is what is required the reality is you will never not need to move and I saw a tweet the other day that said it's such a scam that when you work out in the gym for an extended period of time and then you get the results that you want the scam is that you still need to continue to do that (laughs) and they were joking but it's so true like just because you may get to where you want you still need to keep and move on to what is called now maintenance so there are many free apps that can help you uh, sort of get access to this the most popular one is the nike or nike training app which is great and it has so many varied exercises it's free you can just work out till your heart's content there are 10 minute workouts five minute warm-ups five minute drills there are 30 minute workouts which are great there are 35 there's yoga there's 45 minute workouts um i think that's the cap that they put because ideally to be honest you don't need to be hitting two hours a day of movement, what you need to do is make sure that it's quality movement that's what counts rather than you, you know, trying to do something that really won't get you the results and that will keep you disheartened. So then you'll stop, then you have to start again. Again, the key is consistency and comparing yourself to yourself. Everybody's body is different, even if you feel like, Oh, I have a similar body shape or I have a similar, you know genetic makeup everyone is unique so find what works for you and what will help you maximize your well-being and release those endorphins when you move even if you don't like it during the time afterwards i can guarantee that is one thing i can guarantee that the endorphins will hit you and you'll be like you know what i don't regret actually getting up and working out and more importantly for movement it means that you have the energy to live out your goals to live out your purpose to live out whatever responsibilities that you have you want to be able to be healthy enough and alert enough and just focused enough to be able to have the energy to participate in whatever it is that you want to do that is healthy for you and that is not dangerous for you or other people and more importantly something that can you know really give add that meaning to your life And having a healthy body that functions well internally as well as obviously we all want to look great. But the importance is also knowing that your body functions well means that you will have the energy and you will have the ability to be able to engage in life fully. And that leads me on to my third point, which is guard your heart and mind. And as I mentioned earlier, our bodies store our emotions. And in many instances, we feel the emotions before we become aware of them. So a lot of this is subconscious. And again, I would really encourage you to look into Dr. Joe Dispenza's work on this, where he really talks about how we can not only we generally sometimes make ourselves ill with some conditions because of how we think, the emotions that we store and that we don't process and how our subconscious is so powerful in the beliefs and the sort of wiring and the behaviours that we've adopted over time and that we keep repeating. What you want to do by guiding your heart and mind is create new neurological patterns in your mind so that your subconscious is programmed to think and do differently. So your relational life, as I said, whether it's at work or at home, is proven to have a huge effect on your physical health outcomes, which is why it is imperative that you set boundaries. And I've talked about that again in other previous episodes. And I would encourage you actually to look at my previous episode on how to stop performing for love, because that that also gets you out of a habit or a, a mental habit of abandoning yourself in order to fulfill the needs of others which is never a good thing, whether that's professional or personal. And a lot of people are afraid to do that professionally because they have the fear of retaliation. But I say, if you approach everything with a sense of respect and kindness and humanity, whilst you may not have control over the reaction, you know that you've done your best and that you've communicated your boundaries. And 95% of the time, Your boundaries will be respected if you are dealing with people or a person who is uh, sort of normal in their, you know, approach with people. You have to understand, what I mean by normal is people who aren't sort of narcissistic or sociopathic. And you will have your needs met and your boundaries respected. But really, most of the time, people are just waiting to see whether you will vocalize that. And whether you will have the standards for yourself to be able to say no here's where uh, i end and here's where you begin and that doesn't cross over so i read recently that instead of trying to make something work that is detrimental to your psychological health think about how long it will take you to recover think about how much longer the longer you stay in something that's unhealthy whether it's, again, as I say, professional, personal, think about how much longer it would take you to overcome the situations as more and more situations occur. So in terms of ensuring that you have the best sort of emotional and physiological health, I would encourage you to seek out regular counselling or therapy so that you are equipped with the tools to to weather any season of life And more importantly, to see more of them so that you are evaluating everything with a clear mind, without the gaze of the past or without the worry about the future. And whilst, yes, that may be easier said than done, it's really crucial that you guard your space and what you entertain within yourself. So essentially those boundaries actually just start with you and you having enough self-awareness and respect for yourself to say that I'm willing to give up something good to get something great which is that my presence and my skills or my uh sort of input into a relationship or depending on what it is is valued and not taken for granted and one that you are willing to make the changes which as I said sometimes is always easier than done but you're willing to make the changes because the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of changing and I did this episode now instead of January because January was the time when people sign up to copious gym memberships panoramic or not or you know, they pay for apps and things like that. But, and then after three weeks, it's gone. But I don't think that health is just for January or a new year or a new beginning. Like, as I said in my New Beginnings podcast, you don't have to wait till a calendar sort of point in the year to start something new or to continue to implement a habit that is important to you. You really don't. So I would encourage you to you know, really look after your health in ways that go beyond uh, just your aesthetics. But as we've seen now, the most people who have suffered within this panoramic have been people with comorbidities. So people with other things that are caused essentially by lifestyle factors as well as chronic diseases that, su- that medicine still doesn't know how they occur or how they, why they are triggered in the body. But a lot of it is also because of what we hold in our bodies emotionally, psychologically, and what we don't let go of. But also, we need to be consistent and carve out that time for that sense of self-care. Looking after your health is not a luxury. It's not a nice to have. It is essential because I would argue that along with time, that is your most precious asset in this life when you have time and when you have your health anything is possible and I think that one of the best things that you can do is to equip yourself and eliminate one of the sort of very common issues that we have not to please anybody else not to compare yourself to Instagram you know fitness models but to know within yourself that you're looking and feeling your best because there's a bigger purpose at play. There's a bigger reason whilst you're he- why you're here. And in order for you to not only live that out, you need to have the energy and the presence of mind to be able to engage with that. So I hope that helped you today. Um, you know, rest up, drink your water, take your vitamins, take your zinc, take your vitamin C. Um, take your collagen first ladies. Um, do take your vitamin B12s, your omega3s, everything that you need that is compatible with your physiology to be able to maintain so that you're not reacting uh, to your body so that you are the leader of your body. You are the one saying this is how we're going to live this life. Uh, your body doesn't control you, you control it so share with anyone who you think in your world needs some encouragement a reminder of a different perspective in a way of looking at how health is wealth don't forget to check us out on instagram at not your average official as ever thanks so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode Bye.